The views in this do not necessarily reflect the views of WKNC, Student Media, or NCSU. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1. Good afternoon, Raleigh, and welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle, a student-run, student-scripted, and student-produced news show on 88.1 WKNC slash HD1 Raleigh. I am Nick Weaver. And I'm Marissa Jordan. We've got a few great segments to start off the show here at Eye on the Triangle. First, Marissa brings you a piece about the women's rally this past weekend. I heard that was a good time, a lot of uh, protesting, a lot of signs. Yeah, it was a you know humbling experience. I saw people of every gender you know, race, background, religion, age. It was really a great experience. All right. And then after that, we have... Uh, will Mayo will bring you an interview with the local band, The Travers Brothership. So you want to keep it locked here on 88.1 WKNC. Our tax dollars should not go towards spreading misinformation about our reproductive systems. Like... When our tax dollars go towards funding anti-choice, fake clinic crisis pregnancy centers that oftentimes do not even have real doctors or medical professionals. This weekend marked the one-year anniversary of the women's marches that took place across the country in protest against the climate created by the 2016 election. In honor of the historic march, women's rallies across the country were scheduled for this past weekend. However, commemoration was not the only reason that protesters flocked to Raleigh's Halifax Mall. The rally was organized to remind the world that while the government and many Americans are pushing back against women's, immigrant, LGBT, and black rights, that many of us are still willing to fight. The past year has had its ups and its downs for women. Many powerful men were finally made to take responsibility for their inappropriate sexual conduct and the Me Too movement brought to light how prevalent sexual assault and harassment are in our lives. On the other hand, the Trump administration has been working to defund Planned Parenthood and other facilities that provide women's health care and safe abortions. The people that came to the rally came to remind those in power of our government that we will not let our rights be silently taken away, that we will not stand for harassment in the workplace, and that safe and affordable health care is a right all human beings deserve. We came together to fight against the wage gap, especially for women of color. For all the women who have ever felt the need to be less successful just because it made men upset. For women, these issues, plus numerous others, are an everyday reality. In light of all I've said, I decided to talk to some of the participants of the women's rally to see why they participated and what issues they were passionate about. I'm Danny uh, Hoffpower and I am the field organizer for Planned Parenthood South Atlantic and we are here today because we stand with, uh, with, with everyone that's here. We stand across multiple different issues including uh, reproductive health and so uh, we're here in celebration and uh, in 
memorialization of uh, of last year's Women Mar Women's March and just remembering we're better and stronger together. I'm Diane Standard. I'm the chair of the Durham Human Relations Commission, and we're just out here today to make sure people know uh, what their rights are in terms of preventing housing discrimination and also to get the word out about what the city of Durham is doing to address areas of racial tension and inequality in our city. Hi, I'm Jessica. Um, so I'm here today at the Women's March on Raleigh because I believe that women's rights are human rights. Um, and it's really important that we come together, um, particularly in this moment, and resist and stand up for the rights of women and the rights of trans people and the rights of LGBTQ people, uh, black lives and immigrant lives, uh, Muslim lives. And so I think that this is what this rally is really about, is bringing people together to stand up for that. Been to Sharif from Raleigh, North Carolina, and we are here to support the advancement of women issues in America. I think we've made a lot of strides over the past few years, and especially this year with the Me Too and then the March last year. So this is just following up on that energy and making sure that the cause. So my name is Megan King and I'm here today because I believe that all people deserve equal rights mm -hmm. and I believe that I just want to be around people that agree with that and support that and can empower me to feel like to keep trucking along and supporting that and learn more about it. My name is Diego and I'm here at the revolution to fight for equal rights um, for all people and you should love all people. The Women's March and Rally have proved that Americans will not sit silently in the face of discrimination and the violation of our constitutional rights. When things get tough, we will fight for what we believe in and what we deserve as citizens of this country. I find this inspiring. This is why I attended the march again this year, and I hope to as long as it's necessary. This has been Marissa Jordan for Eye on the Triangle. WKNC, you are tuned in with Soundmind in the studio. I'm here with the Travers Brothership, local band out of Asheville, North Carolina. Take a listen. Eighty-eight point one WKNC. You're in the studio with DJ Soundmind, and I'm here with the Travers Brothership. And uh, I saw these guys back in September, and they were so good. I wanted to bring them in the week I saw them. Of course, they are very busy. Uh, they have tons of shows. Uh, they're doing a four-day run right now. For those of you listening on the blog, this is the point in the interview where we had some microphone level issues. I r decided rather than put you through trying to understand what they were saying over a lot of background noise, I would just summarize. The guys introduced themselves. I had the lead guitarist, Kyle, and the bassist, Josh, and they both do vocals for the Travers Brothership. And they were just talking about their upcoming shows. One of them was at the Pisgah Brewing Company, which is kind of a home base for them. And they did that show to benefit the Brother Wolf Animal Rescue, which is a no-kill animal shelter. 
I resolved the level issue about halfway through the next air break, so for the rest of the interview, with the exception of the little bit at the beginning of the next air break, you should be able to hear it straight from the horse's mouth, loud and clear. I hope you guys enjoy this interview with the Travers Brothership. 88.1 WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh, you're here in the studio with Sound Mind and the Travers Brothership. Uh, you just heard Time Will Slip Away. That's a pretty awesome key and guitar harmony you had going on towards the end of that track. Uh, what, what, I'm told you have an interesting story behind it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a really fun uh, song to record because uh, when we play that live, I primarily play keys on that. So, um, you know, there's uh, infinite possibilities in the studio, so I got to sit down. We worked with a great guy, Matt Williams is his name, and... He just kind of let me float around the studio and do overdubs one day and uh, sat down and he, you know, I was playing the guitar. He's like, why don't we swing over to that and try a guitar solo on that instead of an organ solo. So I played the guitar solo. But, you know, um, I, I remember what I had tracked a couple days before. So I was able to, uh, you know, kind of recall that and then play along with my, you know, organ solo. So it kind of created a uh, cohesion uh, between me and uh, my clone self playing the other instrument. It's kind of, kind of a cool happenstance. Great stuff like that will happen because, like, there's this weird phenomenon with musicians where I call we, there's somebody, I can't remember who it was, but they call it going supersonic. And it's like when you you play stuff and you listen back to it and you can't remember for the life of you how you played it. You know, so that ends up making for some good stuff. It was cool being in the studio and being able to do stuff like that as well because uh, as a four-piece band when we do the live thing, we're always trying to try and push the boundaries of how much sound we can possibly create, you know, with just four dudes. So in the, in the studio, it's nice when we can get some overdubs going and make it a little bit easier on ourselves. That does make for a uh, nice sound. Uh, one thing that I remember from your show back in September is, uh, Kyle, you're typically on the guitar, and there was a track that you switched over to the keys, and your typical keyboardist switched to the bongos, if I recall correctly. Uh, do, is that something you guys do often? Yeah, surely. We do that uh, just about every show, um, you know, if we have enough time to play, because we all we all play different instruments and we right. have our entire lives. That's actually a toned-down version of what we used to do, where uh, I actually used to uh, just hop on the drum set, and Ian would get up and play bass, and we'd do, like, huge... Led Zeppelin medleys at the age of like sixteen or yeah, so. Also, yeah, we've we've been all over different spots on the stage. We actually have uh, for New Year's we got a uh, some surprises coming up where uh, we might rotate to some uh, unusual instruments for us on the stage that people aren't used to seeing us in. I feel like that was the band that we saw that did that, and we were kind of like, "Oh, that's so neat!" Yeah, like, they're all in different spots. Yeah, like, the last waltz. Yeah, man, how you, cool would that be if we could make something like yeah, that? Yeah, you work? see. Uh, yeah, you see uh Levon get off the get off the kit and you know start playing mandolin or something and it's like, "Oh, you know, we well, why don't we do that?" It like made us want to start practicing instruments that aren't ours. Yeah. You know? And that's that, from the primary. That in turn kind of opens up your mind musically because then you're like, "Oh man, I can't play this thing as easily on the piano as I could on the guitar." So it's a nice little musical brain teaser. Yeah, it kind of Brings a different style to an instrument right. that you've been playing for years. Uh, Certainly. Appreciate that insight, guys. I'll yeah. go ahead and cue up the next track right. from A Way to Survive. Uh, this song is called Clothes on My Back. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. 
88.1 WKNC, you are tuned in with Sound Mind in the studio with the Travers Brothership. What you just heard was their track, Clothes on My Back, and that was preceded by The Road Interlude. Uh, that was a bit of a different style, that interlude. Can you talk a bit about that track? Sure. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, it's a cappella kind of thing. It started out with us just kind of winging it like that, and um, that was a song I used to play just kind of messing around you know late at night in an after party setting <laughs> to put it cleanly but uh yeah I'd, we would just kind of ad lib lyrics to it you know and mess around and we were in the studio and i think i was doing just that like sound checking with it or something and we were like yeah hey let's let's record that it would only take 45 seconds so we um you know we'd all kind of sing Sing, sing that harmony, messing around. So we just gathered around one microphone. We did that real classic style, you know, real uh, old school Abbey Road Beatles style. We got around one microphone. We just, you know, like uh, Kyle, take a step forward. Josh, take a step back. Let's get the mix right like that to make it sound nice and organic. And we, uh, yeah, just got in there and uh, we, well, didn't we write the lyrics? On Essentially a, on a giant whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. There were we, we were trying to. We were like, we need one more verse for this. And uh, we kind of just wrote one right there on the spot, and uh, we forgot we forgot it like three times in a row. And Matt's like, "Hold on, hold on, I got it." And he walks back inside with a gigantic whiteboard. Yeah, and that's like our engineer, Matt Williams. And he was like, "Here, just write it down. I'm gonna set it right in front of you. There's no way you could possibly forget it." But yeah, that was that ended up being a really fun. Exp- that's surprisingly like one of the most popular, I think, songs yeah, on the record. Like that, <laughs> it, it's it, by far the least amount of effort, you know. But yeah. people like that song. It's funny how music works that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned the Beatles because I think that this next track, uh, for me personally, sounds like it has a ton of Beatles influence. Your words? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. I wrote that one. That's uh that's officially in the back catalog now. We don't break that out. I think we we busted it out uh, for our anniversary show. We uh, we it mainly has to do with the fact that we don't typically tour with the horns extensively that yeah. much anymore. We're trying to bring it more to the the four-piece outfit. Definitely. But that one, yeah, definitely had a Beatles influence as far as the arrangement and how it kind of carries on and that. I think, uh, yeah, even to put a finger on it, it kind of has that. I always enjoyed uh, John Lennon. He wrote uh, I'm the Walrus. And, uh, you know, it has that kind of carnival feel. I definitely got that sound out of it. Maybe you guys will hear that as well. Uh, Coming up is Your Words by the Travers Brothership. Keep it locked to 88.1 WKNC.
Man, what an epic. That was called Your Words by the Travers Brothership. Any words on how that song was written? Uh, yeah. Um, it's a funny story, actually. Um, me, and jo- uh, me and Eric had a, a little job at, a, I think it's like Camp Mer- Merrimack. Mer- what is Camp it? Merrimack, yeah. Merrimack, which is uh, right in Black Mountain. We had a friend of ours that uh, just hooked us up with a job because we were on the road all the time, and you couldn't keep a day job, and we needed some extra money. So we got uh we got hired as like uh, landscapers, and uh, like maintenance, you know, on the on the grounds, grounds maintenance men or whatever. So we spent a lot of time pretty much picking up sticks. So it was, uh, <laughs> it's not you know it's, uh, as exciting as that is. It's like a ritzier camp, so they would like the grounds to look like really perfect. nice and perfect. So like if a stick like, falls out of a I'm tree, I'm talking and like, like a twig, like for you guys in your cars and at home. I'm talking like. You know, hold your hand out like a stick that big, that qualifies to be picked up. <laughs> so, so, you know, we spent a lot of time just walking around picking up sticks, and um, one day I was, you know, uh, picking up twigs out of a lawn somewhere, and I had that, uh, you know, kind of stuck in my head, and um, I was really into Modest Mouse at the time, actually, Isaac Brock and stuff, and I liked how he, uh, you know, kind of, like you said, had an epic feel to some songs. They took you on a ride. So, uh, yeah, that all came together with a, like I said, a little bit of that Beatles influence, a little Modest Mouse, and then, uh, you know, the Brothership classic kick in there. And uh, picking up sticks. That's your words. Four, five, six, pick up sticks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that the name of the album is in the lyrics of that track. Yeah. Can, you, can you speak to that at all? I think that actually might also be... Uh, Modest Mouse influence thing, because uh, I think I was listening to um, Good News for People Who Love Bad News, and in that uh, and that title of that record is in um, a song called Bury Me With It, I think, and I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, there's no real title track, that's kind of neat how he buried it in the song somewhere, so I kind of wanted to essentially rip that off you know we, we use rip off in a good in a good way here at Travers <laughs> brothership borrow uh yeah. you know uh but uh use that idea it, it was cool I, I, I found that to be a really neat way to kind of hide the name of the record in there so you got to listen to it yeah we were actually yeah it. we were as i recall we were um just finishing up tracking the record or no we were mixing it and uh yeah josh we were all thinking about what are we going to name it you know we had some terrible ideas uh, we I were was just outside like, survival yeah, we, we were outside <laughs> having a cigarette and uh yeah, and he just, you know, I remember just, what about a way to survive? You know, you say it in that tune. So and we were like, yeah, you know, that kind of speaks to what we're talking about on this record because, you know, we're all out on the road trying to make a living. At that point, we were especially broke because we were just starting off, you know, living uh, on couches and eating who, who's ever food would uh, that, that we could eat. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, it was fitting and just kind of, that was a Josh Clark idea there. It ended up being almost too fitting because a later, I think about a year after that, we uh, got in a pretty terrible van accident. <laughs> yeah. And people immediately started hitting us up after they figured out we were okay, and they were like, oh, wait, I survive. You found it. <laughs> found a way. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys uh, were not eliminated in that van accident because I oh, no, it's, brought you here in the studio today. It uh, might take a little more than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got you guys are surviving. Uh hopefully doing a little better than that by now. Oh yeah, absolutely. We got a new van. We're doing I feel like we're I'm I'm really happy with where we are right now. We're getting work kind of started on uh this next record actually. Oh yeah. We're That's in something the that we're really excited about. Yeah, I think this next one's going to 
Yeah, it's going to far uh, surpass the last one. I think we have some really well-written songs. And as far as showcasing what we are capable of writing and doing, I think we've uh, you know achieved that on this next record. So I'm really excited for people to hear that as far as the three-part harmonies, you know, which you don't hear a lot of bands do because it's one of the hardest things to do and master. And we got that. You know, we're able to do that every night in key. You know, no auto-tune. It's real stuff. So, yeah, we're going to do that. And, uh, yeah, there's more solo sections. You know, I get to play more lead guitar on it and stuff. Because this last record, we had the big band. And uh, me, personally, I was into arranging songs and that kind of, you know, epic mentality, like you were saying, where we wanted to fill the space and have different textures. But now we've kind of busted it down, and I think it's really going to, you know, show our true colors. So, yeah, we're doing well. We're excited about that. Excellent. Well, we look forward to the next record. Uh, let's wind down with the second half of this record. This track is called Be Here Now. Keep it locked to 88.1 WKNC. WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh. You're here in the studio with Sound Mine and the Travers Brothership. Woo! You just mm-hmm. heard Be Here Now. And uh, who, who is being charged with being here now? Um, I think, you know, I'm speaking for Eric here, so I can't be certain. But I think uh, my opinion of that one is he's uh, talking to the entire universe, you know, <laughs> or, you know, all the wonderful people in it. Anyone who's listening. Yeah, anyone who's listening, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of one of those philosophical kind of tunes to where he's sharing his view, yeah. you know. I, I don't know, that's my take on it. I believe that's a reference to uh, the Ram Das book, Be Here Now. It's a book we all used to have, just kind of sitting around. And we just kind of get up together, drink some coffee, get ready to rehearse when we were younger, and just kind of flip to some pages and check it out and be like, oh, that's some really profound stuff, you know, just... And uh, Eric especially had a really big attachment to the book itself. So mm-hmm. I feel like he found a lot of inspiration yeah. for that song particularly. Being brothers, uh, we definitely pass around literature and, you know, talk about was what we're reading with each other. You know, I was in, uh, at that time, I was real into uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Henry David Thoreau. And, uh, yeah, Eric was, he was looking more into that kind of Ram Dass area. And then uh, I think Ian, he's just read about 
just about everything about that kind of stuff, you know, no matter what corner of the world it came from. So, yeah, um, I think that's Eric's take on it, at least. It's kind of like a advice song, so to speak. Or? It's a very, to put it plainly, like a live-in-the-moment type of, type of message. Give it up. Yeah. YOLO. YOLO. But more, <laughs> but more just beyond, like, having fun, you know. There's, like, there's stuff at stake. So yeah. you may as well pay attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Carpe diem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it seems like you guys are certainly seizing the day. Uh, can you talk anything about this next track, O Magnolia? Yeah. Oh, yeah, O Magnolia. This was another uh, uh, similar to the road interlude. While we were standing there doing the road interlude, we were like, well, since we're doing this one mic thing, uh, we may as well kind of elaborate on that. And uh, O Magnolia was a song that Eric put together, I believe. And he literally just started singing it one day. Yeah. And just we were just like, what is that? And he's like, well, I don't know, man. I just I really like the way it sounds, just the word magnolia. You know, it's just a fun word to sing, and yeah. it just kind of rolls off yeah, the tongue think, really yeah. well. It was like a, it was an unfinished song yeah. that kind of transformed into an interlude because, you know, he only had the, that one little bit. And I think he, I think he tried to, you know, ride on, but, um, you know, it, nothing really came out, so we just kind of, Stuck it in there. Is that I think once we uh, came up with the idea for one interlude, we were like, "Well, let's stick some more right. in there." We even had plans for a, uh, a space interlude, which I right. hope to in the next record. Who knows? But maybe the one after that. But I want to get crazy with some well, synthesizer. You know, all aboard the brothership. You know, it's hard to dedicate studio time to just making yeah. weird noises. <laughs> it's expensive, but yeah, I don't know. I like to make weird noises for fun. I know Ian does so. But yeah, that's uh, I, I think interludes, uh, they really help bring a record together or, you know, any kind of, you know, instead of just a collection of, you know, three-minute songs, just back, 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 bam, you know, something in the middle. I guess I picked that up yeah. from, uh, you know, the, more of the Beatles and stuff, you know, that they'll have like a little snippet of, you know, them laughing or something yeah. silly or, you know. It's nice to break up the record and not just have rapid-fire track after track. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give the listener a break for a second, you know, where they can kind of tune into a certain kind of sound for uh, only a minute and then phase that into something that they have to listen to for longer duration. Well, here's O Magnolia segueing into Like It or Not by the Travers Brothership, only here on 88.1 WKNC. Keep it locked. Won't you take away my fame? It takes a young man long to live. It takes an old man long to die. Oh, Magnolia, oh, Magnolia, won't you pardon my name?
Ladies and gentlemen, this is 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM Raleigh. I'm here in the studio with the Travers Brothership. Uh, we got Kyle and Josh, their guitarist and bassist, and we've been going over their album A Way to Survive today. Uh, if you would like to, you can check it out on, I know Spotify, what other platforms are you guys on? Uh, we're all over the place. Uh we're on uh, iTunes, of course. iTunes, uh, what is that? Apple uh, Play. I, what is that? Uh, Apple Music. Is that? Apple I believe we're Music. on Amazon as well. Amazon, YouTube, uh, Spotify, if you didn't say that. Just every, every online platform. Yeah. If you, you go to the us. website, traversbrothership.com, I believe we have a widget for every available form of the uh, the first record. Yeah. yeah, Google Plus. Also, you can, you can get it anywhere. The ones that nobody uses, you know? We even go for those. The best place to get yeah. it, though, is at the show. At the show, indeed. Absolutely, yeah. You guys are playing tonight at the Lincoln Theater, 8 mm. p.m. That's right. That's gonna, it's going to be a fun night. Glad to be with uh, you know, some really good bands. We're uh, big fans of Big Something, and they're headlining, and they've really taken off. We, uh, right when we started, actually, we played their CD release party for like two records ago at the Blind Tiger in Greensboro. So uh, we've had a, like a five-year-long relationship. So they're pals at this point, and um, you know they make great music. So I'm really excited to hear their set tonight. It's great. Tonight is a sci-fi night, I believe, of their three-night sci-fi run. Sci-fi night. And funny thing about that is that we were encouraged to dress up for sci-fi night. Of course, you know you can't be the one band not wearing costumes. So That'd we were late. like, what can we do that's like slightly, you know, a little easy to do, but still kind of creative? And we decided to go for uh, the crew, sh- uh, the crew of the Enterprise. Go a little trekkie with it. Yep. And uh, we put the costumes together. We put all this effort into them. And we get a text last night as we're packing up from the other gig. And they're telling us, they go, um, yeah, I don't know about that, guys. I think another band <laughs> that's playing tonight might actually have the same idea. And we're like, you're kidding. Yeah. We put so much effort into this. But we got a hold of the other band and we told them that we'd be willing to work something out but uh yeah so we figured out that uh that awkward circumstance uh you know if you show up at the costume party with the exact same costume as someone else luckily we can avoid that this evening excellent well we've certainly enjoyed having you guys in the studio uh the last track you heard was like it or not that's a pretty good funk track uh this next one has a bit more blues influence uh these guys have influence all all the way from 
alternative rock to soul. Uh, so if you guys want a nice, varied show, be sure to come out tonight, uh, 8 p.m. at the Lincoln Theater. Any closing remarks, guys? Uh, yeah, um... You know, you. I just want to say you can find us all over the web. We're on all the social media platforms. If you want to check us out, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Definitely follow us, like us, keep up with it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. All aboard the Brothership. Absolutely. Keep it locked. Keep it locked to 88.1 WKNC FM HD1 Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to Eye on the Triangle on 88.1 WKNC, HD1 Raleigh. I've been Nick. And I've been Marissa. That about does it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us on this fantastic Tuesday evening, assuming you've been listening to this live. If you're catching our Thursday rebroadcast, good morning and good day. We hope you enjoyed the show. As always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know at publicaffairs at WKNC.org. And be sure to check out our blog at WKNC-EOT.tumblr.com. Our intro music for today's show and every other show was Connie by L1011. You can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle next week right here on WKNC. Thanks again for listening in. You know the drill. Stay tuned for your usual programming of amazing indie music, and we'll see you again next time.